The following is a Network Newswire audio production. As a multifaceted financial news and publishing company, Network Newswire uses its network of more than 5,000 key distribution outlets, as well as other corporate communication tools, to introduce private and public companies to a wide audience of investors, consumers, journalists, and the general public. Our reputation for highly efficient communication strategies is based on the experience and relationships our team has in the space. It is Network Newswire's unwavering commitment to connect the investment community with companies that have great potential and a strong dedication to building shareholder value. The following interview features a client of Network Newswire. Network Newswire may have been compensated for the production of this interview. Please be sure to read our entire disclaimer for full disclosure. Thank you, and here today as your host is Stuart Smith. Welcome one, welcome all to another online business briefing where we shine a spotlight on some of the smartest, freshest plays here in the market today, and we are welcoming back the Green Organic Dutchman Holdings Limited. Now, the company's traded on the OTCQX under the ticker symbol T-G-O-D-F, and on the TSX under the ticker symbol T-G-O-D, and we're welcoming back the CEO of the company, Brian Athide. Brian, how are you today? Very good, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to call in, speak with your shareholders as well as the listeners for this program. Now, Brian, we spoke to you, as I mentioned, in August of 2018. As you look back at that last calendar quarter, uh, October, November, December of 2018, what do you see as some of the major achievements for the company? Quite a lot, actually. We've, we've come a long way if you look at progress on our two facilities in Canada, in Ancaster and in Valleyfield. Uh, we've been doing a lot of, of work getting those facilities further along and actually have done a lot of redesign work based on learnings in the industry overall around where people are facing bottlenecks and, and operational issues. And we've been addressing that in our facility. And because of that, we've actually pushed back the start of when they come online by about three months, but more than offset that by dramatically improving the efficiency going through them. So actually, if you look at our Canadian production our uh, capacity now has gone from 160,000 kilos to well over 200,000 kilos when, when the facility is built based on all that redesign work um, that we've been working on for the past months. The last quarter was also important. We closed our acquisition in Europe on Hemp Poland on October 1st. And so we have our first revenue in, in Europe, or actually in the company actually, in, in, in the fourth quarter. So when we published our fiscal year results, in, in a few weeks, that, that'll, that'll come through. Um, but that's an important acquisition because it gives us a foothold in Europe, leveraging uh, hemp-based CBD products, which you can sell beyond just uh, medical um, cannabis markets and, and through pharmacies, but in health food stores, vitamin stores, and, and even grocery stores in some places. So we're, we're really establishing the, our, our business there by expanding the, their, the brand uh, Cannabis Gold uh, that we acquired from Hemp Poland. Um, and creating the, the sales and distribution infrastructure that we can then launch our TGOD THC brand on top of that um, as more and more countries become legal from a, a medical cannabis side. The other one is also in, in Europe, we have signed our, our definitive agreement and, and, well, and we also got our license in Denmark. So we, we're partnering with a company there, Nudge Jepson. They've been in the agricultural business growing flowers for uh, about 80 years in greenhouses and have a lot of great capabilities, especially on R&D and genetics, that we believe will be transferable to cannabis. So we're looking forward to partnering with them on um, cultivating in Denmark uh, for the Danish market, and then we're also looking at other places where we can cultivate 
at much lower costs in Europe together with, with Nud Jepsen, specifically in southern Europe where you don't need all the same kind of heating and cooling that you do in Denmark or in Canada. So progressing well with our European strategy. The other thing we announced in the fourth quarter was the agreement in Mexico. We have uh, created a joint venture with a, one of the largest pharmaceutical uh, distributors in Mexico, uh, which would give us over 7,000 points of, of distribution in, in the country. Um, and actually, when we did that, that was before the new government was elected, and then there was discussion. There was legislation underway to legalize medical cannabis, um, and since the new government's come in, they're actually talking about also legalizing recreational. Um, so if, if and when that happens, we'll, we'll have an early mover advantage given the, the structure we put in place. Well, in addition to all of that, which was quite a bit, and thank you so much for that, Brian. You know, early in 2019, the company made some moves internally. You appointed a chief science officer, but beyond that as well, you added some deep medical and pharmaceutical experience to your board of directors. That's part of the headline, listeners, from January 8th. So let's talk about things from the corporate perspective and these additions to your board as well as your management team. Yeah, we, so we've reached the, the point where we're getting close to um, launching our brand. It'll be this quarter in the medical market in, in Canada and in the recreational market later this summer. Um, we've really focused so far from a company startup standpoint, getting our facilities up and running. Um, we're now ready to go to the next stage and, and really build out our medical and science outreach and, and strategy from a product development standpoint. So, yes, we've brought on Rav Kumar as our chief science officer, he comes with uh, a lot of pharmaceutical background experience. And then to our board, um, Jacques and Caroline have just joined us um, this past month. Um, Jacques comes with, um, a, again, a lot of pharmaceutical background. And, and Dr. Uh, Caroline McCollum um, is a cannabis clinician. She's actually a pharmacist uh, originally and then has been, um, she's probably met more than, than 2,000 different uh, cannabis patients or, or made prescriptions there. So bringing tremendous knowledge of of both kind of more um, pharmaceutical as well as cannabis-specific um, experience to our board and our team. Um, we actually spent last week um, with, with the three of them and, and our, our, our rest of our management team um, developing um, or finalizing our science and medical outreach strategy. And it's very exciting. I can't really talk too much about it at this point because um, we haven't announced uh, the different pieces externally yet. But, but we're, we're super excited about the different opportunities on the product side and how we can get to have efficacy and product superiority claims um, for organic cannabis as well as on the potential partnerships with different research institutions or universities as well as other large kind of CPG or pharmaceutical players as well. So we're working a number of different angles. Um, we can't go too much into detail. But we're super excited to have people of, of, of that caliber and with that kind of experience joining the team and, and helping us on the next phase of the company's development. Absolutely. It's a definite validation for what you've already been able to establish as a company, bringing in these kind of new team members. Again, a validation for what you've created there at the Green Organic Dutchman Holdings Limited. Listeners, I want you to go back and grab that first interview. It's available at networknewswire.com. Came out August 28, 2018, because Brian's own background, we discussed it in that first audio interview, you know, the experience coming from Procter & Gamble 
Campbell and the rest of the management team, it really, you need to give it a good listen because this is a great management team pushing forward a very ambitious company. And as we change gears again, Brian, you look at the industry itself, and I don't mean just domestically, but globally. So this might be kind of a broad-based question, but you know, it's exciting times with your company, but it's also exciting times with this within this industry. Let's get your take as a CEO working in this industry worldwide. Yeah, I mean, things are moving at, at, at warp speed, and, and the number of uh, players are also enormous. If you look in Canada, for instance, there's about 150 licenses that have been granted so far, and there's another 800 in the queue. There's not room for that many players um, longer term. I believe in three to five years, you'll have five, six, maybe seven big players and 20, 30 kind of craft growers, similar to what you'd see in, in beer, for instance. And what's going to differentiate is, is, is the teams and, and the management that, that has the ability to execute. Um, and, and so you mentioned that um, just now as well. And that's why we really focused on making sure we're bringing in people with proven experience in, in different kind of CBG or pharmaceutical medical kind of backgrounds. Um, who can execute? Because if, if you look, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of news you see in this industry. A lot of press releases, um, a, a lot of money being being raised and, and deployed. But it's really going to come down to execution in terms of who will be able to actually succeed and, and last in this market. And then that's what we're focused on is really being able to execute with excellence. And that's why we brought in a team. Well, we got over 200 years of CPG experience on our team, and then we just talked about the pharmaceutical and medical uh, experience we just added. Um, there's nobody in the industry that's got that depth of experience. And then we're focusing really on a differentiated um, space within the industry being organic, which is premium and, and really does resonate with consumers. We're measuring that um, with consumers all the time. And, and they told us they want cleaner, healthier product, and that's where we're focused on, on that premium, um, healthier, more sustainable footprint. Um, so, I mean, it, globally, you, you, I mean, Canada's currently in the lead, at least in terms of federal legalization, um, though there, I'd say there are some states in the U.S. out of the 10 states that have legalized recreational. Um, things are moving fast as well. Um, but globally, you see in Europe, um, all eyes are on, on, on Canada and, and looking at how legalization is going. I think you'll see people move um, from legalizing medical towards recreational much faster than, than it has been in the past. Um, but even on the medical side, it's still a huge market globally, and we're focused on I'm really dominating that organic segment within the market. Well, Brian, last question. From an investor standpoint, what are some of the keys that they should be looking out for when investing in this space? Yeah, like, like I mentioned, there, there's all, all of these companies out there. Most of them will not exist in, in a few years. Um, and in similar days to the early kind of dot-com, I mean, there are many companies out there. And in that time, you didn't have a lot of revenue. So it was really picking the winners from a strategic standpoint, from a management and execution standpoint. So I, I think in, in this industry, it's understanding, okay, who's got a differentiated product proposition? And, and that's where organic for us is, is really one of the key differentiators. Who's got the, the scale to, to be able to be a low-cost producer? And from a TGOD perspective, and we're, we'll have uh, over 1.6 million square feet of cultivation and processing facilities, over 219,000 kilos of, of capacity. We will be one of the, the low-cost producers, but with the... Um, premium pricing from organic, expect to have industry-leading margins. Um, the other thing I would look from an investor standpoint, a team that execute with, that can execute, which is what I've already talked about, um, and, and is the business funded? And yes, we've raised $450 million to date, so our plans are, are funded 
um, for, for what we have uh, announced. So, I mean, those are the key things I would think as an investor you need to look at um, as you look at different companies in the space and, and regardless what area that they are as well as what are the barriers to entry, um, whether you're looking at retail, cultivation, or building brands. And that's what we're focused on really getting into a segment that is unique and, and premium and, um, and planning to be the, the largest organic cannabis brand in the world. Great stuff. Well, a lot for investors to consider there and good advice from Brian Athide, CEO of the Green Organic Dutchman Holdings Limited, traded on the OTCQX under the ticker symbol TGODF and on the TSX under the ticker symbol TGOD. I want you to visit the company's website as well, TGOD.ca. Brian, thanks so much for your time here today. Best of luck to you and your company in 2019. We look forward to checking back in with you in a few months to see how things are progressing. Great. Thank you very much. All right. For Brian Athide, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. This audio interview is an original broadcast provided by Network Newswire, a multifaceted financial news and publishing company delivering a new generation of corporate communication solutions, including news aggregation and syndication, social communication, and enhanced news release services. Network Newswire may receive payments for corporate communications relations, as well as various press releases and social media solutions provided to its clients. You should assume that officers and directors of Network Newswire or financial analysts mention hold a position in and may intend to trade these securities for their own accounts. This interview is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, investment in the featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This audio interview by Network Newswire does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used in statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources, but not verified nor guaranteed by Network Newswire as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. Please see our full disclaimers and disclosures at networknewswire.com. 